Yeah. 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 There's definitely it's this been quite a road. We're we're recording one hour late at this point, and we've had multiple technical difficulties, and we had to scrap the first version of this. But anyways, welcome to the No Happy Endings podcast, where there are no happy endings, just happy friendings. A podcast where we ask three levels of questions to get to know our guests better. You might be wondering who our guests are, and they're friends, or friends of friends, or friends of friends of friends. That's just kind of how it goes when you're a tiny podcast and you're trying to ask these introspective and reflective questions, I guess. <laughs> so I'm your host, Brian. Uh, I don't have a co-host slash moderator today, but I do have a guest, and our guest is a music teacher, and I think one of the most polite and nice people I've personally ever met, Andy Yoon. Oh, hi, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I like that excitement. The excitement is really, really good to hear. I think that's just, I, I don't know what it is. Something about the podcast when people are on, which is great. I really appreciate when people are excited, but also how ready they are for the questions. But let's check in, just like see how you're feeling. How's, how's teaching going? How's quarantine going? How's, how's everything going? Teaching? Oh, these days? Yeah, pretty good. Just teaching on Skype, Zoom, because those are the real big things. And yeah, so far loving it. Yeah. How are you, Brian? How are you, Brian? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Uh, I have no complaints aside from the fact that, you know, I woke up late, a little bit late today. And this podcast has been a bit of a nightmare to record on this particular session, but these things happen. Mm -hmm. uh, you do your best, you know? So mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and explain the game and then we can dive right in. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Excitement, so there, let's do this. There are three levels of questions. The first level is surface level or rapid fire. And then after we finish that, uh, you can have one op you can have an opportunity to clarify any questions or answers that you want to. Mm, yeah. The second level is next level or more serious. And that's just as the title describes, next level or more serious. And the third level, or the real shit, is where things get really introspective and reflective, as I mentioned earlier. And then after those three levels of questions, you can ask me any one question that I asked you, and I can go through a recap of those if you'd like at the time. Sound good? They said, was there an option where you could choose your own question, or this does not exist anymore? Uh, technically, it does exist. You're not going to choose your own question, but what's going to happen when we get to the third level is I'm going to give you an option of a number between 1 and 10. And then I'm going to look at this list that I've randomly generated over here, and then it's going to match up to a question. So you uh, kind of get to choose a question, but not really. And a question for you, or what? Can we choose? Can we choose a question for you, Brian? Yeah. So you'll get oh, to ask me a question after after I finish asking you the three levels of questions, and it's a question that I've already asked you. So oh, as long okay. as you pick a question that I've already asked you, then oh, it's all good. We can't make up one. We have to choose. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah, All those right. are the rules for right now. Maybe I'll end up having to change it. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Got it. Got it. Got it? Yeah. Let's, you ready to start? Yes. What is your favorite current snack? I should have said current favorite snack instead, but it's all good. Oh, Go ahead. Okay, okay. Yeah, so my current and favorite snack of right now is rice. And so right now I'm eating rice and chicken, but anything with rice and anything healthy, I love. This, so your snacks are meals is what you're telling me yeah <laughs> cool yeah healthy when are you the most comfortable actually when i'm by myself actually or when i'm in this podcast with brian 
this this excitement is just it's just off the charts. Uh, when is your what is your favorite useless skill? Favorite useless skill, maybe juggling three balls. <laughs> you know that's actually that's actually really funny because we we had a previous guest who said that they just taught themselves to juggle and that was their favorite useless skill too. Yeah, because everyone knows, or not everyone, but some people know how. A lot of people, if they can juggle, it's only three balls, no more. Four is impressive. Four is impressive. Yeah, but three, like anybody who could just juggle normally, you yeah, three is just a, such a, how do you say, um, yeah, it's just a bland number. <laughs> three is useless, but once you can juggle four, that's that's real. Then you have a real skill. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> What's a hobby you've been considering trying? <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny you asked that. Uh, podcast. Starting my own podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm for it. That sounds great, Andy. Yeah, because um, after you reached out, I was, I was so intrigued. Because, yeah, so far you've been reaching out. You've, you've reached out friends pretty much, like mm-hmm. like close friends. And then through that, you've just learned so much. Even even though you you've knew them for such a long time, yeah, it's interesting. You just knew more new stuff. And yeah, I'm pretty inspired by that. I want to try that. Maybe, maybe. With I say go for it. Do whatever you want to do, man. That sounds great. Oh, thank you, Brian. <laughs> what is something that instantly makes you happy? So I'm thinking because, yeah, actually, yeah, I'm going to say the, the first thing that came up in my head. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, okay, it's, it's money. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. I, I love that honesty. <laughs> I mean, just like, just like a lot of people, like a lot of people are just so, yeah, just like a lot of people who are self-conscious. I've been so self-conscious about money mm-hmm. and just, I just think about those, those days where, oh, I can't, you know, I can't rely on my parents anymore. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I just think about those days where, oh no, I ran out of money. What, what do I do? Like, like, like other people, like, like right now, like people who are facing right now through the, through the situation we're facing right now. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm very fortunate that I do have my parents and my parents are doing really well. They're retired. So I could always rely on them if, you know, things go wrong and everything. Yeah. So, but till this day, money's still something that I think about a lot. However, my, my goal and actually probably everyone's goal should be to, yeah, to become rich, but not so rich, but just rich enough. They just, they just don't worry about money. So financially independent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Basically. What do you order when you go to a boba shop? To a boba shop, probably the cheapest thing. Whatever's the cheapest. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see that money is a is a thing we're gonna talk about going for. What song do you hate that you love? I can't think of a specific song, but any song that my students suggest to me, because so so before. Yeah, before every piano lesson, before yeah, before every new student, I ask them, "Hey, what's your favorite song?" Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, they would give, give they would give me, and I tell them to give me a list, right? And and so during our first lesson, I'll play them the song, yeah. And I would also eventually, yeah, eventually I would teach them. And if you had to teach them a song, then the teacher would also have to learn the song himself. So even if it's not songs that it's not my taste, if you know what I mean. But yeah, yeah, I, I just learned to love it because, well, yeah, I just I just learned it because I'm a teacher and that's what <laughs> that's what teachers are for to help them learn, help students learn. What is your current phone background and what's the story? Anything green. <laughs> so I picked so pretty much on my phone, I just picked the um, yeah, one of those defaults um is 
it's, it's one of those yeah default pictures, but I just pick whichever is the green one because I've heard that I've heard from a study that the color green makes gives that feeling of outdoors and it lowers the pressure, uh, lowers the rate of depression. So yeah, because oh. you know green is green is associated to the outdoors, and I'm yeah. always inside when I work. Actually, it's the same people with everyone in during this pandemic, we're mm. all inside. So we pro- maybe we need some green in our lives sometimes. That's the end of level one, Andy. But I just want to point out that I thought you were going to say it's green because you need more money. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh. Okay, so oh. now that we've finished level one, is there any question slash answer you want to add more to? Because so my background is green, but but my you know how when you um is it the, is it called the locks lock um lock screen lock screen on my lock screen right now. I have the character Soba, named Soba. And Soba is a character from the series called A Budgie's Life. And I want to give a shout out to the artist of, of A Budgie's Life, Muffin Girl. Yeah. So I just want to give a big shout out. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. So you're ready for the next level then? Oh, uh, yes, yes. Okay. It's level two. Next level or more serious. What is something you would never change about yourself? My, yeah, my optimism. And, but it wasn't something that I just got. Yeah, it wasn't something that just brought to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was, it was something that had to develop. It had to grow, right? Yeah, I assume this is the, I assume this is the same thing for everyone else because people are not initially just trust, trust, trusting. They would have to kind of test the waters, um, walk a little bit, you know, like once they get through, get through the hardships, once they get, get used to it. And, you know, mm-hmm. they realize, oh, it's, it's not too bad. Like, I can do this. I can definitely make it through this. So, and once you kind of have that attitude, you, that's, that's where true, meaningful optimism comes from, I believe. You know, just going through those hard times and just knowing that, yeah, knowing that you'll get through it. So, so, so my optimism right now, I, yeah, I wouldn't, tr- yeah, that, that is one thing I wouldn't really trade for because it's been, it's been, yeah, yeah. It's, it's made me what I am today. That's actually really interesting. When people think of optimism, they think of that they're just always positive, if that makes sense. Whereas I feel like the optimism you're describing is that because you've been through things in your life and you've been through hardship, that you can kind of recall how to get through difficult times. And because mm-hmm. you have that in you, that you know everything is going to be okay because you figured it out before, you can figure it out again essentially that's what it sounds like at least oh yes exactly exactly you put it yeah yeah oh yeah yes oh is are we at level two right now yeah this is level two. Oh, okay 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 which skill did you inherit from your parents yeah for some reason i just wake up at 6 a.m every day <laughs> and that's what actually that's what my dad really that's what he did he's been working yeah he pretty much works 12 hours a day you know like yeah yeah because yeah I, mm-hmm. I guess i guess it's typical for immigrants uh, immigrant parents they work yeah. that you know they work that early shift until night and he's been doing that well he wakes up at 6 a.m and then he gets home by 8 p.m and yeah i just i imagine like oh what that's what's that's like and i guess how grateful i could i should be and yeah i, I kind of aspire to be what, what's that word to be very um uh, being able to um stick with like persistence i guess dedicated maybe dedicated Oh, I, I completely forgot the word. I know it in Korean. It's so weird. <laughs> um, 
I wish I could speak Korean, but I can't. So take your time now. Oh, okay. 부질없다. Oh, yes. It's diligent. The word is diligent. Mm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, my dad is definitely a diligent person. He's a diligent man. And I aspire, I, I really aspire to be like him. In a lot of cases, uh, Asians specifically come up, come mm. from immigrant parents that have gone through that grind and they see that. And while I would argue that there's a lot of issues created by that, the one thing like a lot of Asian kids and kids of immigrants kind of have difficult relationships with their parents because of that. I don't think that there's any Asian kids from that came from those immigrants that don't respect the fact that their parents have gone through that grind. It's just more so it creates a complicated relationship interpersonally, but it does really show you what hard work is from a very early age. And I'm not, that's not to say that other, other ethnicities don't have that same thing. I just know that that's a very common thing for Asians. Yeah. Cause, because we didn't have, we didn't necessarily have a good background, a good starting point, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like you were saying you and your dad didn't really get along. Oh yeah. That too. Yeah. 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 That's, that's partly true. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I never really saw him that much. Mm-hmm. He did. He did. He did many times, you know, try to reach out to me. So when I was a kid, he would, he would, he would take my, he would take me out to bowling. Yeah. And after oh. bowling, we would go out to McDonald's. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and then during, even during my teenage years, I, I, re- I definitely remember that he says how if you had if you had anybody to talk to, you know yeah yeah feel free and he would do that, but of course yeah, yeah I was of course when I was a te- I was a teenager back then, and I didn't really appreciate it that much. But I right now I really do do appreciate that that right now. That's really great. Yeah, I think as a teenager a lot of people do kind of just gloss over that kind of stuff, and that's kind of normal. But I think what happens for a lot of people is that when they're teenagers, they also don't get those questions at all. And it just kind of makes them even more angsty. You ready to move on? That was, uh, that was, that was going pretty deep there. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It's taking me back. So, Oh, we can, we can move on. What's your favorite thing about being a music teacher? I should have known you would ask, you would ask this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, this might not be a good answer, but it's, it's, it's just the fact that it's not a job that I, that I dread going to. Uh, that's very vague. So specifically, I like seeing the progress, seeing the growth. The fact that my students, they don't need to start out good. Some of my students weren't talented in the beginning. But then, you know, after time goes on, after they practice, after they practiced, keyword practiced. <laughs> yeah, they're so, they're, 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 they're amazingly talented now. And I have some kids, they, they can play songs by ear. That's incredible. Seriously. I'm so proud. That's really, really impressive. It's one thing for people to hear your passion over the podcast, but <laughs> to see the passion that you have for music, because it was pretty crazy. I mean, I can see Andy and you guys can't, and I always talk about this, but he's he was waving his hands and pounding his fist into like <laughs> and it was there was a lot going on. There was a lot of animation behind saying how important it is or how like great it is to see progress in his students, which is obviously a really great, great trait to have as a teacher. <laughs> I almost forgot about that. Didn't come in my mind for some reason when you asked that. But yeah, yeah, that that is my reason. That is the reason that I think about all the time when I go to whenever I visit my students when before every call, and then they play something really impressive. That's great. Yeah, yeah. that's got to be so satisfying to like see 
to see somebody go from one end and then just finally understand something and then become this musical talent that you didn't see. And and like this is probably what parents are looking forward to when they become parents. Mm. Right? Because at yeah. first, you know, they're you know, in the beginning, they're gonna they're gonna pretty much hang out with someone who just poops. They had to, you know, clean their poop. <laughs> you also have to Yeah, they had to clean their poop, they had to feed them, they had to, you know, they had to spoon feed them every single day. And then little by little, you know, they you know, they learn some things and then and all of a sudden they become full grown humans. It's just like their son becomes really you know, it becomes full grown adults, like mm. really big. But the moms, they still think of them as, you know, as a child. You know, that kind of, yeah, the kind of, yeah, mm. yeah, mindset that, yeah, many, yeah, especially moms. But even, yeah, even dads have that mindset. They think, they still think of their adult child or the adult sons and daughters still as, yeah, as, as children. Um, just because they're hopeless at first doesn't mean there's no hope later. The, the, the people will grow, people will change. What is something your younger self would not believe about current you? I did not know I would actually love being a teacher. Hmm. Because I guess before, when I was a teenager, when I was a kid, I wasn't necessarily talented in music. Oh, also, I was pretty socially awkward as well. I was very quiet. And, you know, because of the rough, the rough parent background, or the, the rough child, or not so rough, but still, uh, still having parents who are immigrants and who, who work all the time, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And the immigrant part, what I mean by immigrant is I couldn't really communicate with them that well. I've, I, yeah, many times I do envy about other kids who are able to just to fluently speak with their parents. Mm. But during yeah. that time, I did not have that. So, so yes, so when I was a kid, I was, pretty I was pretty socially awkward. I was very quiet. I was very timid. And also I had, I had a pretty pessimistic view of the world. It's so weird how right now it's it's completely different. It it, it just it's, it's not like that anymore. Well, I, of course, I still have more more things to work on, more tunnel mm -hmm. to go through. But uh, it, it is incredible to see how yeah how much I changed. What's something What's something you wish didn't occupy space in your brain right now? Pessimism. Okay, so pessimism. However, pessimism because there's such pessimism that that is good. Oh, oh um, there's realistic pessimism. I guess that's okay. So, but the pessimism I'm talking about is, yeah, it's the non-rational pessimism. I don't, it, it ruined my life. It ruined many people's lives. Cause yeah, a lot of people do have, a lot of people are pessimistic. Sometimes for the right reasons, but sometimes for the wrong reasons, sometimes for irrational reasons, mm -hmm. for instance. But for me, it was about the, it was about money again. Yeah, because back then I was working for money. And when you're in that mindset of working for money, it's, it's a really bad, it's a really bad, I would I say in my, in my perspective, it's a really bad place to work for money. Because what kind of people work for money? It's usually people who are, it, it does change you into a greedy as well as, oh, not greedy, but uh, how do you say a stingy? What is that word? Hmm. Stingy is is probably the word you're looking for. I think it sounds like that you're describing. Well, the opposite of generous. You're not generous when you just work for yeah, money. St st stingy is is the word. Oh, yeah. oh, got it. Yeah, and that and then your relationships are kind of shallow as well because your business relationships are, are very shallow. Especially the main goal back then is just money, nothing mm -hmm. else. That's that's because yeah, because money is such a shallow thing. 
However, we just we worry about it too much. I worry about it too much. So, mm-hmm. so anxiety, especially about money, that's the thing I would want to, you know, get out of my head. Like, no, don't come in, yeah. please. <laughs> I love that you're polite to the bad thoughts in your head. You're just, don't come in, please. This is this is not the place for you. Okay, fist. Okay, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna clutch my fist this time. Get out of my head. Get out. Get out. Yeah, I I would say that working for money isn't necessarily a bad thing when you do it to fuel other things but when you're working for money and that's all that you care about that's a little bit different that that gets to the point where it feels a little bit toxic oh yeah but yeah yeah there are people who work specifically just for money and they don't they go to a job to make money to fuel their passions though so they do that's a little bit different i just wanted to clarify my uncle he's a he he for a while he worked as a doctor and mm-hmm. it was for money. However, it was for money so that he could retire to go serve in Africa. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that really kind of cool. thing, right? So you can, oh, yeah, yeah. So so you work for money so that you, you can retire so that you can fulfill an even greater purpose. And yeah, yeah. And then that podcast right now, Brian, you're doing, you're doing this podcast not because of money, obviously, because the money's not. Yeah, there's no <laughs> there money right no now, money. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eventually, this is going to become more worth than money. That's why we do it. There's currency. Money is a currency, but there's even a better currency out there. Yeah, it's feelings. That. That's what some people would argue, at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this 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 hype level, Andy, is it's pretty strong right now. Are you ready for the last question of level two? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yes. What's the, what's your favorite compliment you've ever received? I'm not really into compliments. Are, are you Brian? I love compliments. Oh, really? <laughs> A lot of the people that have been on this podcast have mentioned that they don't like receiving compliments. And I used to be one of those people too, but to be honest, I've just tried to be better about receiving compliments oh. because I think if you're better about receiving compliments, you're also able to give out better compliments because you kind of understand them better and you understand how it makes you feel. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess when the compliments become bland, it becomes the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, it's like, oh, I love your piano playing. And then, mm-hmm. bye-bye. So what's your favorite compliment you've received then, Andy? I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm not really into those compliments. But like when it's, when it comes to like, a bigger portion, like, wow, Andy, you're very courageous. Or Brian, you're very, oh, you're very thoughtful, Brian. Something like that. I I, I like that, those kind of compliments. Rather than just, oh, nice podcast, Brian. It's a very teacher answer of you, to be <laughs> honest. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay. Comp- okay. I'm sorry. What was the question? No, no. The, oh. the question, no, no. I'm not oh, saying that sorry. your answer okay. was wrong. <laughs> the question is, what's your favorite compliment you've ever received? I was just saying that it's a very teacher answer of you because you don't like these surface level compliments, mm-hmm. whereas you're looking oh. for compliments that are on a deeper level, but also you want to compliment people on their progress as opposed to their the skill that they're at now. Like you, oh. you see that the grind that they went through, for example, and you want to say like, hey, I'm really impressed by how hard you worked as opposed to how good they are at this current moment. Oh, yes, yes, exactly, yes. And then you said surface level compliments. Yeah, yeah, I'm not into surface level, level compliments. So one compliment, well, it's not actual compliment, but I did get an email from somebody and I don't know I don't normally get emails from, from, from people or from strangers at least. Yeah. 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 It was basically, it was, it was basically one of those emails. Oh, you changed my life, Andy, through, through, through your music. And it's like, wow. Yeah, seriously. It's such a, it, I still remember it till this day. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the most encouraging ones. Seriously. 
it's definitely like one of those compliments where it actually encourages to keep going. That's incredible. I can't believe we had to go on this six minute tangent for you to realize that somebody somebody saying that you saved their life with your music was your favorite compliment. I would think that that would come up quickly, but. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah, actually that was the answer I wanted to mention, but then I don't know, my, my, my brain has just been scattered about, about the topic of compliments. But yeah, this, this person told me the per, uh, he, he or she was going through depression and the music made, yeah, it's pretty much your music made me feel better. So it was definitely, it was definitely, you know, like it, it was such a meaningful compliment or yeah, yeah. That was, that's probably the most meaningful compliment I ever received. Even, yeah. That's fantastic. That's the end of level two, Andy. How do you feel? I, I just want to get my thoughts straight because I'm, I might keep going on tangents, but yeah. You can go on whatever <laughs> tangents you want, man. Are you ready for level three? Are you? Yeah, I mean that's a, that's I mean I just want to make sure you're ready. Not that you can just drop off because that would be kind of rude, but I just like to make sure that you're ready. You know. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Thoughts just racing in your head. I can see that, but it's okay. We're just on a podcast. We're just hanging out. I mean, it's like I said, people are kind of concerned when they come on the podcast, treating it like it's some kind of public ex- speaking exercise, but it's an audience of literally like. 10 people right now so it is a good practice by the way we talked about this before the podcast it it is such a good practice and encouragement i encourage anybody who's been hesitant i encourage you to go on oh i appreciate that okay andy pick a number between one and ten. One. One. how do you hope people describe you when they tell a story about you uh i don't want them to describe me I don't even I don't even care if they forget about me. I want them to describe me as a friend, basically. That that's all. Just a just a friend who wants to help them. And yeah, yeah, I want yeah, yeah. I want them to describe me as a true friend. That's what I want. And I want them to seek out other true friends as well. True friends help one another. So that's what I'm that's what I'm pretty much going going for. And this is this is pretty much what everyone should go for, you know. Becoming true friends, not not just someone who, so so not not someone who is a talented friend. Like who cares about talent? Not a friend who is tech, who is savvy. Well, that that could be good. That could be helpful. <laughs> or not a friend who is money smart. But that could that could help as well, buddy. <laughs> At the end of the day, nothing really. As you age, as you grow older, you you see there's not much that actually matters. Everything that you've really cherished when you were a kid, when you were a teenager, it really does, it matters so much less now. There's so much more, the irony is there's so much things that matter less, but but at the same time, there's the things that you're going for right now mean so much more. It, it, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that makes sense or anything, but. Well. I'm just going to, like, again, I don't want to speak for you. I'm just trying to make sure, because I, I know that the audience might want to just unpack the thought a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think what you're saying is that you want to be described if other people tell a story about you as a friend, right? Yeah. And specifically, a kind friend, somebody who's been there. A friend who actually wants to help, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back you know, during our young years, we've we've been with friends who actually don't want to help. And actually, that's not it, we've been with friends who weren't actually friends, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, you're not specifically saying that we have the same friends. You're just saying that other people have been through this process. And I think everybody at our age at some point or another has gone through this process of they've had friends in their lives that are, are not necessarily productive friends. And then you kind of figure out who your real friends are. And that's kind of a cliche to say, because everybody says that at some point when you're growing up, there's like, you'll find mm -hmm. out who your real friends are, but you, you do. That's just the fact of life is that when you go through different processes and different things, you find out what is important to you, but also who is important to you. Ready for the next question? Yeah. Uh, pick a number between one and 10, Andy. Not one, obviously. Oh, two. Two. What fictional character had the largest impact on you? Fictional character. Uh, this, takes up this takes some time. <laughs> There's no single character, but the ones that popped into my head is, the first one that popped in my head is just Harry Potter. That's not, a, that's not the one I want to answer. The one I want to answer, actually, I don't want to answer any particular character, but just because I kind of have to, <laughs> for this, just for the question, have you ever watched Attack on Titan? I have seen a couple of episodes, but I would not know the characters off the top of my head. So there's the main character, and there's also this super duper cool. There's an okay. So there's a main character who is Aaron, and there's also this other character named Levi. He's not the main character, but he's one of those characters that in this character named Levi, he can he can basically kill Titus easily. Because <laughs> you know how big these Titans are, like they could step, they they literally just step on people. That's how they kill them. But this dude named Levi, he just kills them easily, like easily. So he's just the badass one. Yeah, he, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's the word. That's the word. The badass one. Like basically, so basically in the past, his he had people who died, like who were very close to him died. But that's not very that's very common for most characters in the series. So mm -hmm. and then during that movie, there's there's definitely points where they, they don't want to keep on going, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. They don't want to, yeah, they don't want to keep on going. They, they ask to just end it, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely, and it definitely makes sense if you're in that position. If, if you're in that position during the series, if you're, if you're in their shoes, you definitely would think that. And, and of course, that's, that's, that's how, that's why the series is so, so loved by so many people because of that, because people can relate because there's, there's, there are definitely times where you don't want to keep going. Mm-hmm. And so I think of, so yeah, in the recent past, I've thought about those characters a lot because I guess just from their growth, because they definitely, it, it's so, it's, it's pretty interesting how the, 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 um, the manga series on um, creator, how he like shaped their character in such a, yeah, such a plot twist way. There's, there's definitely so many plot twists going on. So mm. yeah, that's, so they didn't really necessarily change my life so much, but I definitely think about them. Yeah. So it, it's not something that you necessarily relate to, but it's something that you kind of like or aspire to be that resiliency that they have. I guess so. And I, I guess I do relate with them just like how everyone else relates with them. So yeah. Oh, to, to the next question. <laughs> no, that's it, Andy. You're done. Really? That's, yeah. Oh, I forgot what questions you asked, but okay. But now, now you have an opportunity to ask me a question. If you need a recap, I can give you the recap. Do you need a recap? Yes, please. Let's see. There's the what fictional character has the biggest impact on you. 
how do you hope people describe you when they tell a story about you? Mm. What is something your younger self would not believe about current you? Tell me something you wish you didn't occupy, didn't occupy space in your brain right now. What is your favorite thing about being a music teacher? I can't really answer that question, but you know, if you want to ask that question, <laughs> what's your favorite compliment you've ever received? Uh, which skill did you inherit from your parents? What is something you would never change about yourself? I can go into the level one questions too, but I don't usually people don't want to ask me that. Uh, what character influenced your life? Is that the one? Uh, yeah, the fictional character. Oh, what fictional character? Yeah. So what fictional character influenced you the most, Brian? It's funny because this, this particular thing has come up multiple times, or I mean, this, this show has come up multiple times and maybe it's because it's so fresh in my brain. I could pick a lot of fictional characters that have kind of impacted me in different ways. I think everybody's experienced that in some shape or form. You know, Scott Pilgrim is one for sure. There's a lot of sitcoms that I've watched. Uh, But I would say right now, because it's so fresh in my brain and because I know a lot of people who are watching the show for the first time. So Avatar The Last Airbender and Zuko is, is definitely, and I mean, by extension, Uncle Iroh in Avatar The Last Airbender. Zuko as a character had a lot of impact on me because I, I've i always loved characters that have redemption arcs. And his arc in particular, because it has so many points where you're just realizing how much you care about this character and how, what struggle he's been through. And you just constantly, the entire time you're watching him, just want him to make the right decision. I think in, in a mm. way that everybody wants to see themselves make the right decision but he can't you can't make somebody make the right decision it's it's when he comes to that point on his own when he makes that realization that you know what he's doing isn't the right decision I, i'm sorry am i spoiling this for you have you seen avatar the last airbender uh, I should have asked. I'm, I'm i'm good with spoil i'm i'm definitely good with spoilers i, I actually love spoilers <laughs> oh but i'm I, the worst i'm totally spoiling this but no, no, no it's no worries but that's why that's why i accidentally give spoilers but uh i honestly don't care i don't care okay well the point i was trying to make is just that when he makes the correct i mean not the correct decision but when he makes the decision that's for him and truly makes him fully realize about what he's committed to then he becomes almost a different character and you you get to see a transition from somebody who's broody and angsty to somebody who fights for his honor the correct way basically and just understands and becomes fully realized in what he is and what he means and what his place in the world is and that's i think all the lesson anybody can learn at any point in their life but it can just be real it was really impactful for me oh yeah i'm gonna look him up zuko (laughs) you should you should watch the show it's on netflix now oh i'm i'm saving money so i don't have netflix I think we could find a way to get you Netflix or some way to watch this, Andy. But anyways, we're done. That's it. That's the end of the podcast, except you have one last question to answer. And that is, what would you want your title to be? My title? So it's funny you mentioned Airbender. And actually, I think you mentioned Airbender before in in previous podcasts as well. Yeah, I mentioned it multiple times. (laughs) Do you want some examples? Oh, Oh, as titles? Yeah, of people we've pe- titles people have picked in the past. Oh no, I've thought of one, and it's, okay, it, it, this this goes this is dedicated to the people in my Discord chat right now. 
so I have a I have a Discord group. It's like around ten people, people who mm-hmm. listen to my music, and out of those people, only a few of them listen to my music. So thank you so much for listening to my music. And one of them sent a message about yeah yeah. So one of them messaged this. Andy, Andy, the master of all piano skills could guide us. But when the pianist needed him the most, or when the pianist needed him most, he vanished. (laughs) Is that, is that, is that a, is that a quote that's familiar? Is that something, is that? Yeah, that's an Avatar of the Last Airbender reference. So, so I want to, I want to dedicate to whoever sent this. So this is an inside joke. It's not going to make sense. So I would like to be called Andy, the airbender taco. Andy the Airbender Taco. It's an inside joke, so it doesn't make sense. But okay. this is a shout out to those people who listen to my music. The very few people who listen to my music. Thank you so much. <laughs> and thank you, Brian. Sure. Air- Andy the Airbender Taco. That's what we're gonna have. That's that's it. We're all good. Uh is there any is there any way, like, is there anything you want to like plug, like your Instagram for your teaching or like, you know, a website or anything like that? I don't have a website yet. I don't know. Uh, Google me on Andy, or at least Andy Spotify, and you should buy my music. Oh no, sorry, Andy Yoon, A N D Y space Y O O N. If nothing comes up, you, you should probably type Spotify. If you Spotify or Google, uh, what's it called? Google something, Google Music, or something. Yeah, I, 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 I oh Google Play. Yes, exactly, <laughs> Google Play. Or yeah, I, I'm on. I mean, my music is on there. So, yeah. Cool. Okay, so if this podcast has brought any value or anything, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please like, listen, subscribe, send to a friend, share, whatever the comment process is. I have no idea. But if you have any comments, you know, concerns or questions, you can send those over to nohappyendingspodcast at gmail.com. And uh, okay, bye.